This is Football 401k. Broadcasting on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now your host, RJ Choppy. Welcome to the Football 401k podcast. I am RJ Choppy. Riding solo today. Doesn't always happen. I don't like to ride solo typically, but I am riding solo here. And I'll tell you why. There's so much to talk about, man. There is so much going on in the uh, gambling world uh, and in the world of uh, just, you know, non-gambling sports aspects uh, that uh, didn't even need a guest today. We could just take it uh, ourselves here. So you are joined and potentially you're stuck uh, with me uh, for the next uh, half hour or so here on the Football 401k podcast. We got our uh, our picks uh, for the week, strictly NFL this week. You know, normally we do some college, but with the college football season uh, the regular season coming to an end and the bowl game is not starting uh, for over a week. We will, uh, you know, we will wait uh, until next week for some of our bowl picks, but we will talk about the college football playoff. We will start though with the NFL uh, and with the Cowboys for that matter. The Dallas Cowboys uh, have a big division rivalry game this week, rivalry, not rivalry, rivalry game with uh, the Washington football team, whatever they decide to call themselves uh, in the future. We don't know right now. They're the Washington football team. Well, what happened the last time they played? Well, they took on the New Orleans Saints. And the New Orleans Saints uh, was a game they won 27-17. It, it was a, a, a very good game. Uh, and by good, I mean, you know, they won. That's the best you could say, right? They won the game. We don't style point road wins typically uh, here on the Football 401k pos- uh, podcast. Uh, I don't style point road wins on Sean and RJ, uh, which is the show that I normally do uh, weekdays, Monday through Friday. There's also weekdays uh, on 105 for the fan. Do not style point uh, wins there. But I think there's a few misnomers about this team uh, and that game that I do want to touch on here. And I'll use a gambling perspective uh, to be able to do that. The conventional thought, is that the Cowboys did not play very well. The conventional thought is that the Cowboys got lucky to win that game. And, and look, they may have. They only scored 20 points on offense, uh, and obviously they had uh, the interception return for a touchdown. But, you know, they went 27-17. Normally, when you look at a team and look at a game and you see how do they really do, there's a couple of things that I like to look at, and one of them, is did you cover the spread, which means did you exceed the expectations that Las Vegas had? And the answer is, yes, they did. The uh, Cowboys-Saints game went off uh, at six and a half points. The Cowboys were a six and a half point favorite, and they covered that. Uh, They covered that by more than a field goal. That's a big cover. Okay, that's not squeaking by the number. That's a pretty sizable cover that the Cowboys had. And the other thing, when you're looking at it from a favorites perspective, and the Cowboys were a favorite, what was the total? Did the total hit? Uh, And the answer is yes. The Cowboys did not hit the over. So no, they didn't hit the over. The over-under was 45 and a half. According to my math, 27 plus 17 is 44 points. Oh, man, how did I ever get through school with that one? So that means the under hit. Usually when a favorite wins and covers the spread, 
but the total points go under the uh, the over under. Usually, if it's under, the dog covers. All right, and if it's over, the favorite covers. That's a dominant victory. I'm sorry. Any way you slice it, when the favorite wins, the favorite covers, and the under is the hit. That means that was a pretty dominant victory by the favorite. You couple that with the fact that it was a road game, man, I, I think the sky falling uh, is, is a bit much. Uh, what is it? The rumors of my demise were greatly overstated. Ru- whatever, whoever made that phrase up, rumors of the Cowboys squeaking by the Saints and getting lucky, I that's a bit overstated. Uh, it wasn't the most perfect game they ever played. Okay, it wasn't. And the Cowboys themselves, the players, the coaches, the front office, the owner, you know, they're probably not super pleased with how they played, but overall, overall. Uh, but w- when you cover the spread, to me, that's a good sign. When you cover the spread as a favorite and the under hits, man, that tells me that you dominated that football game. Um, and, and they did, you know, they, they never, did they ever even trail in that game? I don't remember the Cowboys trailing that game. Maybe they did early on, but, uh, this was, this was, this was a good victory. This is a good win, uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, against a team fighting for their playoff lives. They had lost a couple in a row ever since Jameis went down. So the saints are not, they're not great. They're not a great team, but they covered the spread and the under hit. I mean, let's, let's be real. That's, that's pretty dominant. That's pretty dominant. So. I don't know what this means for the rest of the season. Uh, I know that they have a lot of games coming up that should be winnable. You know, Washington twice in the next couple of weeks. They got the Giants. They got the Eagles. Uh, They're going to have, obviously, Arizona. And Arizona is the big game. You know, the Cowboys do face uh, the team they're chasing for the one seed uh, in the NFC. Now, they need some help along the way to get there. uh, But knocking off Arizona would would do wonders for a lot of things one their confidence one uh, the other it would do for is uh, maybe potentially give them a better seed if arizona gets picked off again arizona's got a tough game with the rams uh this weekend which i will get to uh in our best bets of the week but you know uh, you you have winnable games they're going to be favored in every game they play the rest of the way except for arizona they'll be favored in every game and it depends on how the two teams play moving forward if the cowboys you know you know win all their games leading up to that Arizona game and Arizona stumbles. There's a chance the Cowboys are favored in that game. Slight. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't pick that they're favored, but there's a, there's a slight chance uh, that they have the favorite. Um, So that's that. Now let's get to uh, the NFL and some top five. I got my top five teams around the national football league uh, coming into this week. Uh, I am uh, super high in Arizona. Obviously I have them as my number one team. We did this today uh, on Sean and RJ on one Oh five through the fan. I had Arizona as my number one team. I can't see a reason why I would put anybody else ahead of Arizona at this point. That doesn't mean I think they're winning the Super Bowl, okay? It doesn't mean that. But it does mean that through 12 games of the season, they've been the best team. And, you know, the only question they have moving forward is, how is Kyler going to continue to respond post-injury? So Arizona is my number one. Uh, number two, I took a bit of a risk here. I wouldn't call it a risk, okay? They, the rest of the league, the rest of the AFC and the NFL, 
kind of saw them and, and they were just farting around the first uh, handful of games uh, this season, but, and they haven't clicked yet, but, but, but how about this football outsiders who I put a lot of faith in says that this team is the sixth most efficient offense per play in the NFL this year, even though nobody thinks they're playing great offensively. And that is the Kansas city chiefs. So they're, they have the sixth most efficient offense in the league, yet they can't score. What does that tell me? They got a very high variance, and, a, and, and variance is luck. But they got some bad luck so far. Uh, uh, you fade them at your own risk, boys and girls. Uh, but I got Kansas City as my overall number two team. Uh, number three, Tampa. I should have Tampa at number one. I'm going to come out here and say this is the team. If I were to pick a team for the Super Bowl this year, it's probably Tampa. Tom Brady. He is first among quarterbacks in expected points added, yards above replacement, DVOA, second in QBR, tops in pro football focus grade, not to mention first in touchdowns, first in yards, and first in passing first downs. Like, the dude is on a different level. The offense, meanwhile, first in points per game, first in expected points added per play, and first in DVOA, which is a football outsider stat. Guys, I mean, we are seeing uh, a, 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 what is he? Fifth, uh, 50. We're seeing like a 44 year old quarterback dominate the NFL. It's remarkable what he is able to do. I've got new England in my four spot. Uh, they're, they're, they're almost 30% above league average per play. Uh, they are playing great football. And since week four, they're first in defense, third in offense and fourth in special teams. Uh, they got Nick Falk as their kicker. Remember him? Uh, they're a, they are playing great. They're super well coached. They don't have a ton of holes. And the most important thing, and this is a Patriots trait from years and years and years, they simply don't make mistakes. That's the key, right? They don't make mistakes. They don't hurt themselves. This is a salary cap league. What we saw Monday night in that, um, in that Manning cast, that Monday night football game against Buffalo, where it was 750 mile an hour wins. You had goalposts knocking over. You had those little flags that flutter atop the goalpost. One flew off. Like what we saw in that game was uniqueness. Uh, in, in a salary cap league, you need two things. You either need the best quarterback on the field or you got to find a way to be unique. And boy, did they find a way to be unique. Credit to them. Uh, number five, this is a tough one for me. Uh, and I uh, have a question for all you folks out there. Who was the only team in the NFL from week one till now who is top 10 in offense, defense, and special teams? It is the Dallas Cowboys. They're it. They're it. They're currently fourth overall in efficiency. They're ahead of Arizona. Arizona's fifth. They're top seven in all three phases. Uh, and, you know, while we look at the game through a Cowboys prism, right, we focus so much. We are hyper-focused on the Dallas Cowboys. What we saw is we've seen the Cowboys kind of what we think is struggle. Okay. We complain about the offensive line newsflash. If you've watched any other game in the NFL, those teams, offensive lines stink too. They do. I mean, like everybody got on Connor Williams and Connor McGovern and Lael Collins. Dude, Connor Williams by the, the best fifth offensive lineman on any team in the NFL. Find me an NFL team whose worst starting O lineman is better than Connor Williams. You're struggling to find and name two or three teams. Uh, so we're spoiled. We are spoiled in that uh, regard. The rest of the league is playing like garbage too. 
It's the dog days of the season. Now's the time, stretch drive for this thing to get going. Uh, and the Cowboys uh, have a wonderful opportunity with a very favorable schedule moving forward of being able to take full advantage of that. All right, that is segment one here on the Football 401k. I'm RJ Chop. You're getting a little college football coming up next. Uh, as the final four is set, we've got the early betting lines. We're not going to pick the game. We're just going to give you the early lines, see some line movement maybe. Uh, and is a former Cowboys coach potentially back to college? We that's next on the football 401k podcast. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting Cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com slash Cowboys. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing the star where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going bank of america is proud to be the official bank of the dallas cowboys and to support the quest of living life the cowboys way copyright 2020 bank of america corporation want to use what the pros use how about the official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys jack black right now you can get the jack black starter a curated collection of cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping the starter includes four jack black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word team jb that's getjackblack.com cowboys the jack black starter 10 bucks Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Football 401k. Welcome back to the Football 401k. I am RJ Choppy, your fearless leader here for this uh, this 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 episode today. No host, no no co-host, I should say. No guest, just me. You're stuck with me, the sexy voice. Look at my new setup, man. I got a new microphone. I've got some new lights, new headphones. Yeah, they gave me some earbuds and earpieces. I uh, do a show on the BetQL radio network, uh, and they were able to hook me up with all this fine stuff. So uh, I've got to get a little bit higher of a, of a TV monitor. I want this camera to be a little bit higher, okay? Higher up. That way it shows my face in a much more uh, you know, favorable tone. You're not looking up my nose like this. No, no, you're looking straight down. Yeah, look at that. It's very cool. It's very cool. And you get to see... These wonderful backdrops that I have, man. That's a 90 caliber bullet from World War II. That's an autographed football. Uh, if I could figure out how to point there. I was, I was never a weatherman, so I can't figure out how to point. That's an autographed football. It's got Dak on it. It's got Zeke. It's got Amari Cooper. It's got Tyron Smith and Zach Martin and the great Travis Frederick and Jason Witten, among others. Uh, I've got a uh, the Jamal Lewis autographed helmet. A U.S. Open flag signed by Gary Woodland, the champ from the year he won. Uh, that was my 40th birthday present. Uh, his caddy, Brennan Little, is a good friend of mine. I was able to hook me up with that. So, you know, 
I want you to be able to take in this wonderful backdrop that I have. I just got to get that camera fixed uh, a little bit. So, all right, let's get to some college football here. The college football playoff is set. And uh, if you were fearful that Cincinnati was going to get screwed and left out, fear no more, good friends. That is not happening. They are in. They are going to take on top seed Alabama. Uh, that will game will be played at AT&T Stadium. Yeah, Jerry World. They are going to host uh, the semifinal. And the other one's going to be in Miami at Hard Rock. But the Alabama and Cincinnati game is going off at a 13-and-a-half-point spread. Alabama is the favorite. One thing to note, you know, it, it's – look, Cincinnati's not going to win this game, okay? They, they could not have found probably a worse matchup for them. Um, Alabama is – they've got five stars everywhere, just about everywhere. So does Georgia. Cincinnati would have been much better served had they faced Michigan. Uh, if Alabama won, but they squeaked by Georgia maybe – and Michigan slid into the number one spot, uh, they would have been much better served to face Michigan. They would have had a chance. I do believe they would have had a real chance uh, against Michigan. But against Alabama, I'd be pretty surprised. Alabama's going to find a way to get away from, from Sauce. Uh, Sauce is the, uh, the, the amazing defensive back uh, for Cincinnati, who, like, has he even allowed a catch this year? I mean, the guy's amazing. So, uh, but 13 and a half points, that's a lot of points. But I expect Alabama to cover this one. That team, what they did to Georgia, nobody expected. I expected Alabama to cover. It was a a six-and-a-half-point spread. I expected Bama to cover the six-and-a-half. I did not think in my wildest dreams they would have a double-digit lead for basically the entire game. They were remarkable against Georgia in the SEC championship game. Now, how much of that was Georgia not caring? And I say not caring in a, in a, in a, in a, in a half-joking manner. Obviously, they cared. They wanted to win. They wanted the number one seed. Uh, and there is a, uh, a distinction, an honor, a prestige into being an undefeated champ. When I was at the University of Tennessee, we went undefeated in 1998 and won the national title. And we would mock the Florida Gators, Steve Spurrier. Never had an undefeated championship. You know, like we always kind of look at that side-eyed. Like, yeah, you won the title, but you had a loss. You had a loss. And we didn't. We went undefeated. There's a badge of honor into going undefeated. And Georgia will not be able to. And in fact, there's not going to be, unless Cincinnati wins, an undefeated champ this year. And that's okay. That's okay. We're in a playoff system now. You no longer need to be undefeated. Uh, there used to be, I remember a time in college football, where if you lost a home game, you basically had no chance of winning the title. Like they were going to dock you so much. They don't really do that as much anymore. They still do, but you know, they they give you now, they give you credit for playing better teams. Losses don't hurt you as much as wins help you. Good wins help. Good wins help much better then losses hurt. That's what we have seen from the uh, selection committee in the couple of years they've been doing the final four uh, in college football. But Bama, 13-and-a-half-point favorite over Cincinnati. The other game is juicy, Georgia and Michigan. Now, Michigan started the season unranked. Georgia was always ranked in the top five. Uh, I, like This is a seven-and-a-half-point spread. I expect it to go up. I think it started at seven. It's already at seven-and-a-half. I expect this to go off around nine. 
uh, nine and a half. I don't think it'll get to a full 10 uh, by the time kickoff hits. The one thing to note is that, you know, Michigan as a national brand, there are, there are a couple of, of programs in college football, and we see this with the Cowboys in the NFL. The Cowboys are always a little bit overinflated in their win total um, because people like to bet on their teams, okay? And the Cowboys are always a hyped team. Vegas also knows that they are going to get the most bets on a handful of teams. In baseball, they know the Yankees, and they know the Cubs and the Dodgers are going to generate the most bets. Red Sox, too. In the NFL, Vegas knows that the Cowboys are going to generate the most betting action. The Raiders get a lot of action. The Patriots get a lot of action. So these teams, you got to keep an eye on them. They get a little bit overinflated. Well, Michigan might be one of those teams in college football. They got a huge fan base. Uh, they're a national brand. And, you know, quite for, there's more Michigan fans than Georgia fans. There just is. Even though Georgia's been a better program than Michigan, like, I don't know, forever, uh, there, there, there's more Michigan fans by, by a wide margin. Ohio State, same thing. Uh, those are two of the more followed teams in college football. So I expect it to go up, but I don't think it's going to go up too much because, you know, like I said, Vegas has to protect itself against fan bases. They really do. So when they protect themselves against the other teams and the other, other fan bases, uh, they don't have near the liability because Vegas's goal is not to get the number right. Okay. Vegas's number one goal is not to get the number one. Their goal is to get 50% of the money on one team and 50% on the other. They don't want 70-30. 70-30 is not how they built those castles. 50-50 and taking, if you get 100 people to bet and they all bet $100, that means Vegas is making 10 bucks off each person. It's called the VIG, right? They get $10 off each person. I mean, there you go. That's what you want. You want it on each side of the, of the coin, and that's what they aim to do. Uh, one other thing in college football, uh, our old friend might be back. Uh, I love this. The great Jason Garrett, uh, who uh, Sean and I were lucky enough to do a 10 years worth of, or almost 10 years, about nine years uh, worth of radio interviews with on 105 Through the Fan every Monday after a game, win or lose. And he was very gracious and I've always liked him. And I've always had a special place, uh, you know, for Jason. I know the Cowboys organization, the Cowboys family has as well. And he means so much to the organization as a player and as a coach. Uh, but he was let go by the Giants. Well, there is a rumor that he might be headed to Duke. That Duke is uh, hot on the action uh, for Jason Garrett, at least at the time uh, that, uh, that this is being recorded. And this is Wednesday afternoon. Uh, what is it, December 8th? Uh, so he's rumored for that Duke job. I think it is a perfect spot for Jason Garrett. I've always thought that he would make a fantastic college football coach. His message that he has resonates uh, well with players. And, you know, after nine, 10 years, you know, it might get stale. But when you're turning guys over in college football, like you are every two to three years or four years at Duke, a lot of those guys aren't leaving early for the pros you put yourself in a much better position to be able to continue that message time and time again. P.J. Flex doing it at Minnesota. Very similar message, a process. He's not really interested in the results. He's interested in the process you use to get the result. We know that. We know we've heard all this. The difference is the Dallas Cowboys, you know, they're very results-based. The NFL, it's very results-based. At Duke, 
Duke's not the really the results based type place for college football. They're looking to keep they want their college football team is an extension of their student body. Uh, Jason, if he is hired, he is going to represent Duke uh, with class. You know that. Uh, that's exactly what they're looking for. Uh, at Duke, David Cutcliffe's done a fantastic job over the last 14 seasons uh, in Durham. Uh, and and he's, just, he's just ready to move on. Uh, and, and he's getting older. Uh, Jason comes in at 55. Jason, they're right. I mean, he coached there 15 more years uh, until he's 70 years old. He's a, he's a lifer. You know, his, his family's been in football. His dad was a college coach. I mean, I, I look, I think it's a perfect fit. Duke is as Ivy League as it gets. Uh, they're like Stanford. Um, they're, they're, you're coaching in the Ivy League, but you're in the Power Five. It is a very prestigious place. It's a great job. Uh, again, he's not going to win titles Duke, but he, he can impact a lot of lives there. And I, I think that's important uh, for Big Red. I, th- I really think it's important for Jason. That, that, that's, what he, that's what he wants to do. That's what he did here. You know, he didn't win a lot. He, you know, he won a lot of games. He didn't win a lot of titles. He, he did win a lot of games. He had a better, you know, Jason had a better winning percentage than Jimmy Johnson. Think about that. He had a better winning percentage than Jimmy Johnson. Says a lot, but the consistency they had, they just didn't get it done uh, when it matters in the NFL. Now, he doesn't have to worry about that at Duke if he were to go there. All right, that's segment number two in the books. We got our picks coming up next on the Football 401k. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com cowboys. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Football 401k. Welcome back to the Football 401k podcast. I am RJ Choppy. Final segment here, riding solo uh, uh, this week's edition of the Football 401k. 
Uh, and we've got our picks that we are going to get to uh, this week. First off, I do have a pizza money parlay for you in uh, the NFL. I actually love this one. I think we could see all three of these hit, uh, and that would be quite the payout for you boys and girls. Let's do it. I got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five games uh, in the NFL that I'm going to select this week. And let's just start it off right then and there. Kansas City and Las Vegas. Vegas is getting nine and a half points. Kansas City has not done a great job this year uh, covering the spread. Uh, in fact, they didn't do a great job last year covering the spread, uh, as it would be. And if you look this season, oh, I'm just going to run down the list. Let's see. They have covered uh, one, two, three. I mean, they've covered quite a bit in a row lately. No, actually, they didn't. Uh, they have covered five games total. They've covered three straight. The last three uh, they have covered, uh, including that win over the Cowboys. Uh, but this is basically a below 500 team uh, against the spread. They are five and seven against the spread this year. I absolutely uh, am taking the Raiders plus the nine and a half uh, in this one. Uh, it's too many points for a division game, especially a good Raiders team. Now, the Raiders could play up and down. We know the, Cow we know the Cowboys lost the Raiders uh, on, uh, on Thanksgiving. And then the Raiders blew it against Washington last week. They should have won that game. But this is a divisional game. I know it's on the road in Kansas City. I think the Kansas City Chiefs win, but then they win by about a touchdown. I'm not taking the nine and a half. That, that's too many points. So give me Vegas plus the nine and a half. Cincinnati is a pick em against San Francisco. Can we stop with this San Francisco love? Kyle Shanahan is, is not this boy genius that everybody makes him out to be. He's a good coach. He's a good NFL coach. Can we just leave it at that? Do we have to sit there and, and, and genuflect at the altar of, uh, of Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, look up that word. Uh, no, we don't. We don't have to do that. So give me Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a good team. Ain't nobody, that's English, nobody wants to play uh, Cincinnati in the postseason. If you're the AFC and you're like the three seed, you got to face the Bengals in the first round, bro, no, thank you. Don't want any part of that smoke. Uh, Atlanta taking on Carolina. Carolina is a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Falcons. Let me tell you something. Carolina isn't two points better than air. I am taking Atlanta plus the two-and-a-half, and you know what's going to happen. Atlanta's going to let me down like they always seem to do, but give me Atlanta plus the two-and-a-half. Detroit plus seven-and-a-half against Denver. In what universe is Denver a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over anyone? They're not. Detroit's coming off a huge win. Uh, it was a good, win, very solid win. And, you know, they let Jared Goff throw it a little bit last week. They did. He threw it like 41 times. He hadn't done that in a while. Uh, so they were letting him throw. Maybe they take, they, take, uh, they take note of that, and they let him do it again uh, against Denver. Denver is not the greatest team in the world. They're a good team. They've got mad weapons. If Denver gets a quarterback, like let's just say Derek Carr was the quarterback at Denver. Denver is the best team in the AFC West. They're top to bottom, a better team than the Chiefs. They're receivers. We saw it. They're a nightmare. Tim Patrick is a nightmare to tackle. Uh, but give me Detroit plus the seven and a half. And then Arizona minus two and a half against the LA Rams. Something wrong with LA. Something wrong with LA. I know they got a win last week. Uh, it was in Jacksonville. Everybody beats Jacksonville. That doesn't count. They had lost three straight games prior to that. Ever since that, that KGB Von Miller tweet where he went all in. Uh, pay that man his money. Uh, they, they've been terrible. And now they're going to get Arizona. 
who is the best team in the NFC, their last, this is their last chance. If the Rams don't win this game, the division's over. I mean, it might be over anyway, but uh, they need to win this one. All right, I got a pizza money parlay for you. This is a $10 wager. Just We're just betting 10 bucks. It's the cost of a pizza. Uh, the hope is to win. Shocker. Normally, a three-team parlay would pay out about six, six and a half to one. This is going to pay you 22 to one. Ready for it? 10 bucks to pay you uh, $226. Baltimore money line against the Cleveland Browns. I know Baltimore hasn't scored a ton. Uh, they're coming off a loss. They should have had that win. That was a, a wide-open play. The Clevelands, there's, there's problems with Cleveland, and there's health issues uh, with Baker Mayfield. Uh, I got the Jets plus 200 against the Saints. The Saints are, a, are, again, they're a good team. They're a well-coached team. But Taysom Hill, look, they're, they're at a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. And when you don't have a quarterback, a whole lot of things get muddied up, and, and luck comes into play. And, you know, the Jets, look, they beat the Titans this year. They, they, they've beaten some teams. Uh, so give me the Jets plus the 200. And finally, Detroit. I like Detroit plus 300 uh, against Denver. Now, do I think Detroit's really going to win this game? No, probably not, but it's plus 300. You don't get plus 300 in the NFL very often. And we're throwing 10 bucks down to win 226. That's a good value bet. You don't care if you lose. You're not freaking out if you lose. If you lose, you lose $10. If you win, you make a couple hundred. And now you've just increased your bet and bankroll uh, like like tenfold, uh, if well, I'd be twenty-two fold on that one. So uh, it, it's a good, it's a good solid uh, three-team parlay. I think we can all see, we can all see Detroit beating Denver. We can all see the Jets beating a Saints team that doesn't have a quarterback, and we can all see Baltimore beating Cleveland. So that's the three-team bet: Baltimore, Jets, Detroit on the pizza money parlay. And again. Vegas to cover, Cincy to cover, Atlanta to cover, Detroit to cover, and Arizona to cover against the Rams. That'll do it for me, just me, on the Football 401k podcast. Man, we had a, uh, a rough couple of weeks there. We had some vacations. We had uh, some, uh, some, some recording issues. I got new equipment. We're back. We're back here on the Football 401k. Talk to you next week. Let's win some money, boys and girls. See ya.